are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball! Hockey. The Big Ten Championship lies on a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions. One sixteen to go, 41 yards. Cardona to Allen. Six titles, nine appearances. How about the drive to go close it out? You see Tom Brady. Enjoy him, folks. You're never, ever going to see it again. Not in our lifetime. Nope. So here's Zerline, part one, 48 yards. And we'll end it. No good. The rain continues. Yes, it does. They've got to snap it. One more time, the ball will end up in the hands of Tom Brady on the kneel down. And there it is. The dynasty continues. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Rappel. Well, isn't that fantastic? No. No, I was complaining to you the whole time it was playing. Yeah, well, I told you to live it up last year. Well, yeah, but we... I got sidetracked by other things we were working on before the show, <laughs> and it didn't really hit me until I'm like, wait, 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 what am I hearing? What yeah. am I hearing? No also, longer. what am I not hearing? What am I not hearing? Yeah, Eagle's entrance is gone. See, you could have at least set this up so that in my ears it would play <laughs> the Eagle's one, and then I would Let's be honest. If you did that, I would never know the difference. Like, if you just hit a second thing and it played in my ears, like, I'd just be dumb and happy, right? <laughs> well, how is that different than any other day? Wow. Ignorance is happy. bliss, my The happy friend. part is, is the key. So, we're back <laughs> after a little uh, hiatus there because, well, you know, like we always say, we don't want to go up against the NFL and the Super Bowl. We yeah, give them that night. They had enough issues. Well, we... <laughs> We we take it back here this next week, although we are competing against another football league now, and I'm actually missing my team playing at the moment. I haven't, I haven't picked a team yet. I know we talked about it, and I said I think I had a team, but um, I don't well, know. Well, I, I got the hat on. The uh, Alliance of American Football kicked off last night with two games, and they got two more games today. One already wrapped up, but the um, the main event is tonight just because it features the team that I'm pulling for. Uh, number one, and if you aren't familiar with the AAF, it is a completely separate professional football league from the NFL, but there is a lot of NFL flavor attached to it, primarily in the coaching ranks. Uh, the roster is riddled with, I think, 70 to 80 percent of former NFL players, uh, be it you know guys that were starters, backups, practice squad, whatever. So there's a lot of you know, big time college players. No, there's at least one first rounder. So Trent Richardson's there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he uh, was playing for the Birmingham Steel, who demolished the uh, Memphis Express today. Unfortunate because the starting quarterback for the Memphis Express is Christian Hackenberg, 
So it doesn't sound like that debut went to his liking mm. or uh, Memphis's liking as well. But On the right side, I don't think Mike Singletary dropped his pants. So <laughs> Not yet. Already, it's early. Right, though. he's already ahead of where he was in in San Francisco. So the AAF has eight teams, primarily all in southern locations, because well, you're playing February, March, and early April. Not exactly conducive to playing in outdoor college stadiums every game. Uh, it will be a ten week season, uh, ten weeks, ten games for each team, and then they'll have, I believe, a. Uh, Four-team playoff with semifinal games and then the championship all wrapping up right before, I believe, the NFL will announce their schedule for 2019 and the 2019 NFL draft. But the, the hope is that this becomes an NFL developmental league because the NFL doesn't have one of those. They pull from the college ranks, but they have no control over anything that the NCAA does and how they operate. And the AAF almost could become what the AHL and ECHL and those leagues are to the NHL, or you could look at it single, double, and triple A baseball is to MLB. You know, NFL Europe ended, you know, I think it close to, if not more than a decade ago, and that kind of put the end to any kind of developmental league that the NFL had. But the AAF is fun. It's exciting. It's entertaining. It's still football as you know it, and it was great. <laughs> Last night, Kelly and her sister walked in. Uh, the girls were asleep. They got back from a, a trip, and they were like, wait, what are you watching? I'm like, football. And Kelly's like, what? No, the Super Bowl was last week. Football's over. I'm like, no, this is week one, baby. Yeah, we just, we're starting all over again. Yeah, so I'm pulling for the Arizona Hot Shots. And I can say because of, you know, Reading PA missed out. It wasn't chosen as a, as a host city. Maybe, maybe when we look at expansion. Um, but I can actually say that the cliche that goes around, especially around March Madness, is you know choosing teams by mascots and colors worked in my favor because um, I looked at the eight teams and I was drawn to the Arizona Hotshots because, well, they're, it's basically a dedication to their firefighters. Um, you know, the, uh, the famous Hotshot firefighters, there's been movies made about them. And... Um, I just thought that was really cool. My runner-up team, my second place, was the San Diego Fleet because of the huge naval and maritime presence in San Diego. I, and I, I love the Fleet jerseys. So anytime that I can choose based on color mascots and uh, and uh, jerseys and designs, I'm going to take advantage of that. And hey, when you don't have local ties, it's all up for grabs. So as Arizona, like, as opposed to like Birmingham's like logo, it looked like. Straight up, like, out of a TV commercial. It was just black <laughs> and silver. Well, it's like someone, I actually, our buddy uh, Zach Williams mentioned last night when I was posting about it, he was surprised that I wasn't pulling for the Memphis Express. And I would say that they were probably third on my list because I like the Americana, the red, white, and blue, and, and the, uh, you know, the uh, the plane uh, logo. And Hackenberg was the quarterback and everything. But I don't know. There's something about, I thought Arizona Hot Shots was cool, and I also yeah. really enjoyed the San Diego Fleet. I'm going to have to look at it a little bit more. I did tune in to some of the games. Um, I, I watched had it on uh, a little three bit quarters, last night, and so. I turned it off, and then I had it on for a little bit today and turned it off, but um, it was more football than I would have gotten to see on this Sunday, so right. I'm not complaining. It's just, I have to kind of like, I have to kind of look at my teams and, and figure it out, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got eight options, and you know, you don't have to... I'm probably going to look and see, like, who is supposed to be the rival of the teams you like. Well, that's what I figured you would go that direction, yeah. So, um, surprisingly, yesterday or the other day, uh, I think Thursday or Friday, I was reading actual previews and write-ups of ESPN, CBS, The Athletic, all of the, um, you know, big 
national media companies have been covering, including also Pro Football Talk from NBC because of the NFL connections there. They're interested to see yeah. how this league works. But they were doing previews and such, and apparently the Hot Shots are the hey. uh, number one team. And I was like, wow, I, I, picking my colors and mascots uh, does work. Front runner, I guess. Right? So, yeah, yeah, you know, you know me. I, I, mean, I just I guess, jump all around. I guess, I guess football owes you one with the Dolphins. So. <laughs> this is true. I mean, I have been uh, struggling in my fandom for the better part of uh, two decades now. So. It's all right. No, it is. It is interesting. And it's interesting to see, like you said, some of the names that are there. I'm, I'm intrigued to see over the next year or two, hopefully an extended period here, like, do we start to see names transfer over? Like, are there guys who... You know, make it onto a roster. Well, actually, we saw it already with Josh Johnson and the Redskins. Yeah. He didn't even get to the regular season in the AF. He got called up to the NFL. You know, but like, can we see those? And like, that that I think is going to be a key. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm really intrigued to see how the coaching will go here because you you have. I, I, I don't know. And and how players are going to be distributed amongst the teams and stuff. I don't know enough about how that works I, yet. But from the stuff I'm reading, I do really like what I what I saw. I know there's some rule differences and things like right, that. Yeah. And, and the, I really like that. The two things I want to bring up quickly before we move on. The rule difference is there's no kickoffs. Every team starts at the 25. Whatever. There are no extra points. It's all two, excuse me, two point conversions. There are no onside kicks. If you want to kick it on side, this rule. It's from I think your it's own a, twenty-eight, a four- fourth and twelve. If you right. get it, you keep the ball. Right. If not, the other team gets it. You know, inside your thirty-five, essentially right. somewhere in but that. But honestly, area. your chances are probably higher than what the success rate is on. Oh, absolutely. Onside kicks now well, in the NFL with the rules. Talk to offensive coordinators, quarterbacks, and wide receivers. They want the ball in their hands, not yeah. on the kicker and guys trying right. to die for the ball. Right. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, they have. I really like that rule. Differences, replay differences, and this is kind of going to be I, what I hope turns into an NFL development league, both for the players, yeah. coaches, and I think it could um, benefit both parties here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, like, but the, the other yeah. thing that I thought was interesting about the AAF is their um, financial structure in terms of what yeah. they're doing for the players. Yes. So it's a guaranteed three-year contract, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You know, not right. chump chains. Right. And they're getting paid to play, right. which is what they wanted. Right. They also are getting con- continuing education stipend so that they can go wow. to finish a degree or to get a, a higher degree, take more classes. Um, there was a third part of that. Now, I'm not, of course, I'm going to draw a blank. But the big one was the guaranteed salary for three years and the continuing education. Well, um, and, well I'm sure some of the money is TV with CBS. NFL Network. Right. I'm sure, like, I, I saw some of the stuff like that. There are some rather wealthy, powerful people that are supporting this. And, again, the, you know, we've seen that before, but, and it hasn't always worked. However, you think, like, each time you hope that people that get like that don't always get like that from bad business decisions. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, so, I mean, they're backed by Charlie Ebersol and Bill Polian. Like right, these are heavyweights right. in the NFL. So like, football. I, I would really like to see this turn into a bona fide developmental league. Like, right. I think that could benefit everyone. You could give some of those guys a place to go, you know, that like leave early and maybe shouldn't have, or, mm-hmm. um, you know, end up, they get hurt and don't have a, a place to go. I, I just think there's lots of benefits um, 
for both sides if they can develop this into it. Now, my fear, well, I, I I fear that the league won't be able to get off the ground enough. Like they have a great start. Like I'm not gonna take that away from. My other fear is that they get successful and then the NFL basically like forces their hand or buys them out or like I, I does something like, it's like that. Different to, though, to do because. It. Having the games on NFL Network, obviously, for a price there. So. I like that they're not trying to compete with the NFL. Right. Like, well, they're that's, not. That's what they're saying. Like, you start right after the Super Bowl, so there's Whereas, no downtime, and you right. lead, go up to the draft. And What and, are you overshadowing? Right. And here's the thing. it's People are talking about, like, XFL is supposed to start in 2020. Yeah. That is, by all their admissions, that is trying to compete with the NFL. Right. This is trying to be, like, kind of ride the wave of the NFL, right. you know, and – I think that's a much better business strategy is to not go head to head with Try one to, of the biggest and most powerful like organizations in It needs in, to be symbiotic. Right. In certainly in the entertainment industry in, right. in the US. So yeah, I, I think this is much better. And this like you the said, right they have a lot of guys in there making shot or calling shots for who have like strong uh, NFL ties still. So yeah, I, I think it'll be really interesting to kind of see how this plays out. Yeah, for sure. So I'm excited about the AAF. Um, football haters won't be, and maybe the wives of football fans won't be if, you, if people get attached to it. But I think it's excellent. If I can watch more football, I'm going to watch more football. So you can watch it from end of August through early February. Now you can watch it until middle end of April. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then we're getting geared up for so much else going on. And that's why this show has pretty much become NFL centric. Yeah. Uh, but we do have other stuff coming up. Um, and maybe actually, maybe we right. should so mention. So both these teams have cool uniforms. I'm not, I'm not Arizona lie. Hot like Shots. It. Yeah. Salt Lake Stallions. Yeah. So um, why don't we mention what's going to be happening next week? Uh, so we are actually celebrating our eighth anniversary tonight. We started um, broadcasting this week. Yeah. <laughs> We started broadcasting the show um, this week in 2011, and actually it was today, um, eight years ago, that we started our testing process when we That's crazy. had just one little microphone and, and blog we talk radio, and no video, we had passed forth. it back and forth, so um, that was fun. And then uh, about two and a half years in, a little less, um, we got to our 100th episode, which was a lot of fun because we did a live show. Uh, we had about probably close to 50 people turn yeah. out. At the West London United Methodist Church, um, we had food and T-shirts and and a fun interactive time, and we had a special guest, and that was uh, Chad Henney, the former Wilson and Michigan quarterback, now um, playing over a decade in the NFL. And that's crazy. Um, well, next week on episode two hundred seventy-three, um, Chad's going to be back with us. He's going to join us live in studio here with us. And we're going to have a fun, you know, kind of anniversary special here. We were planning on doing a listener special and uh, we're going to continue on that path because, you know, I think it would kind of be cool to uh, pepper Chad with some non football related questions. So anything around baseball, hockey, college basketball, um, college football. And then obviously we will be taking questions specifically for Chad and uh, his experiences at Wilson Michigan, you know, college football, you know, anything related to the NFL and his um, over a decade experience now at the highest level of professional football. So we want to make sure everyone's aware and is excited for our show next Sunday night, February 17th at 830. 
right here on Facebook Live. Uh, you can listen also on Mixler. And, uh, you know, check out our website, jmnjrradio.com, for more information. But very excited to have uh, Chad join us once again. You know, we refer to him as a friend of the show, having him on that one time back on episode 100. But now, uh, next week, uh, he will be back with us live. So get your questions in. Send them to us via email. Actually, it's probably a great time to pull up the contact information for those of you watching live or later on YouTube. The email is jomazeandjraf at gmail.com. You can also leave comments uh, for us and for Chad on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. I don't know that we'll have the live uh, phone line open next week because uh, we know how uh, excited people were for us to interview him um, nearly six years ago now. I was in June 2013 for our 100th episode. Um, but we will definitely be soliciting questions on Facebook and email so get those questions for us, for our listener special, and specifically for Chad Henney, as he will be here with us in the studio next Sunday. So let's uh, take a look at what's going on here, because we got away with it before. So, you know, why should now be any different? Um, so the Super Bowl was last week. That yeah. happened. And if you were... Paying attention to our intro, which we talked about at the beginning, as Justin was nearly in tears. Uh, the Eagles intro is gone because the Patriots won Super Bowl 53, defeating the Rams 13-3. to um, Incredibly boring game. Uh, didn't come Terrible out the game. way most of the country wanted. Uh, Justin, I don't think, really cared who won in the end. but I was okay with the way the game went. Like, <laughs> honestly, because, well, we talked about it before. Like, but, and I know people are calling me crazy, but... I, I feel like I was way out in front of that. And then we started seeing it other it places. It was prop, like, popping up for sure. But, yeah, and I'm not, not saying, I'm not saying like they, they heard me talk about it. Like, you were not but I feel like one. when people thought about it, it makes sense like that that was, is an issue. And, um, but anyway, yeah. So Brady won another one. You, you do. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like what's it matter? Um, I did see stuff, you know, and I find it interesting. It's, it doesn't always work like that, but it just like, you know, Everybody, you know, was running after Sean McVay's like coaching tree, you know, this year. And there's like, you know, Doug Peterson beat Tom Brady in Tom Brady's best Super Bowl statistical performance with right. a backup quarterback. And Sean McVay lost to Tom Brady in his worst statistical um, Super Bowl performance, you know, and had all that stuff right there with him. It's, it's more than that. You know, Bill check. They're just a machine. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I, I, they did exactly what you would think. They, they took it away and they, you know, I, I, nothing really surprised me except that there weren't more points scored. That's it. Yeah. That, like, it was such that a is literally the game. only thing that surprised me. They made Jared Goff look terrible. I'm not surprised. They took away the running game. Not surprised. Well, Sean McVay kind of took away his own running game. Not surprised. Like Gronk had a good game, you know. Not surprised. Edelman, Edelman had a good yeah, game. I was gonna say. Not surprised. <sighs> yeah. Uh, By the way, I saw this, and I, I'm not saying he shouldn't have gotten it because he had the best game, and I know it's just different. But it is. It's just kind of crazy to me that the Super Bowl MVP missed the first portion of the season because he was out on a PED violation. Right. Like that. Like. There are literally guys who aren't in the Hall of Fame in baseball because of P, like because of suspected PED 
Yep. Right? And yet in the NFL, like they won. Now, this isn't new for the NFL. Brian Cushing tested positive. They revoted for defensive rookie of the year and he still won. Right. Right. Like, so it's just like accepted. And that's the part that, that's the part that kind of just makes me shake my head. I understand that it's different. I understand that this, the nature of the sport is different, but it's just one of those things that it still just kind of surprises me that that's actually how that, how that works. You know what I mean? Like, I just, he had the best performance in the Super Bowl. Like, he, he should have won. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm he not, was the MVP. Absolutely. But- absolutely. Like, that's, I just I, I view them as two separate things. It's just pretty interesting how like there's all this outcry in one, but not the other. But the the two sports are completely different. I, I get that. It just it's an interesting note to me. That's all. I think. How about all right, all right. Yeah, man. Sorry, we're watching quick, a little quick football action, there. but um, yeah. See, I love their jerseys and their logo. I think it's cool. super cool. I like the green stripe with the one side and, and the number it, on it has the other. A Z at the front. That is pretty cool. Secondary logo. That is pretty cool. Um, and actually, I picked them before the jerseys and everything came out. And when they came out, I was like, "All right, I made a good choice." I like the orange accent to the yellow and green. Like that's pretty cool. Um, well, I think it's all has some basic ties to the uniform. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. The hotshot firefighter. So that's cool. Um, but what I was going to say, you see the AZ on the helmet. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't get it before. Um, so. Oh, um, PADs and sports yeah. and all that here. Um, he got in. He's well, in. Good second effort. Um, how about the Clemson thing? You see that? Yeah, that's, that's really a, weird. It is really weird. Um, and honestly, so um, some friends of mine were were telling me um before that like the stuff that they tested positive for, um, and this is back at national championship time, right? Like. Just a discussion with some people I know. Um, you can't buy that over the counter. Like, it's not something you could buy by accident. Right. Well, and I mean. Just as an interesting note, like, because there's a lot of things you go into your GNC or your vitamin shop or whatever that are going to get you on that list. Yeah. You know, people don't really, people think like when guys in the NFL are suspended, like, even like Julian Edelman, for example, like, they, it can be like a protein shake that has stuff in it that you're not allowed to have. Like, yep. it is very strict and it's very specific as to what you can and cannot use. So that being said, like, you know, it doesn't always, it's not always like these guys are just like, you know, in some back training room injecting anabolic steroids. You know, like, it's not, that's not always the case. It's usually much, much more complex than that. And... It was just an interesting note because that little tidbit of information to me was like, that's kind of odd that like, because to me now that's not to say something couldn't have been tainted, you know, like that they say that happens all the time. Like they say it happens to the point where guys in these situations where they're tested, they never use the last scoop of stuff. They always save it so that if they're like, if they get like uh, called for it, they they can have some to actually send to the testing place and be like, what the heck? You know, it doesn't have what you say. So like, that's kind of odd. Like, you know that you're, but anyway, it it was an interesting note when they told me that you can't like, it's highly unlikely you would accidentally just get that stuff. Now I'm not saying that the players knew, but just it's not something like you would buy at GNC or something like that. Now, then, you know, you have the coach come out and say, and I saw a couple things. So, like, he, 
like, because when I first saw it, the headline was like, he admits that, you know, whatever, you know, could have happened. I'm like, wait, what? And then I heard somebody say, like, it was more of like a longer thing where he's like, we don't know how it happened. Could it have happened here? Yes. Like, because we don't know how it happened. So, but the idea that they don't know where these players got this in them and that it could be right. that they can't rule it out is that's pretty crazy. It is really crazy. I, when I saw that today, I was like, how, what, what is going to happen here? Nothing. <laughs> but yeah, you're Nothing's right. It's the NCAA. Happen. So, right. All right. So, um, what what were your other thoughts of the way the Super Bowl went? What was maybe the most surprising call, non call via either officiating or play call? Or I thought did officiating you- did a great job. Um, they just picked it off too. Nice play. Um, just from the standpoint of, I did not feel that like the officiating was a focal point of the game at all, and that is how it should be. Not that it was perfectly officiated. That's not realistic, honestly. Um, but I didn't feel that it was like, oh my gosh, this is absolutely... I mean, they set the bar pretty low coming off the week that they had right. <laughs> two weeks before. So yeah. um, basically, don't single-handedly decide the game. Um, you know, Anything short of that was going to be a step in the right direction. And uh, they, they were able to do that. So congratulations on not screwing it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I found it interesting. Again, we, we talked about this. While I had, I, while I kind of preferred that the Patriots win, I didn't, I was certainly wasn't rooting for them and I didn't really care. Right. Um, so like, it was interesting for me to sit back and just see like people on both sides. Like there were people who were posting things about how the officials were clearly wanted the Rams in the Super Bowl were the same people who were posting it like Tom Brady gets every call. All right. Well, what, what, what's going to happen now? Like what, you know, like, don't get me wrong. I'm like that sometimes. Like I, (laughs) however, um, it was just at this moment, I was on the outside kind of looking at it, but I thought the officiating was fine. Um, I was stunned by some of the mistakes Jared Goff made. So like when they had third and two at, like the 45 or inside the 45 of um, New England and takes a 14-yard sack from from the linebacker who came off of the tight end or the running back. Right. How does that happen? Yeah. When you I, throw that away, you're going for it. You're absolutely going for it. Texting you, you know, because we weren't watching the game together, unfortunately, and I was texting you like, you know, basically, how is this happening? Right. Like, it's It was terrible. They looked bad. Like, the Rams looked bad. Um. I just uh. their defense got it done, but not at the moment that they needed them to. Now you can't really expect a team to hold someone like the Patriots to. I mean, they only gave up thirteen points. Yeah, like if you, uh, what do we always say? Basically, if you can hold a team to twenty or less, I expect you, to win. Yeah, you better win. And it's not like the Patriots' defense was that great. Like, I mean, they played really well. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, man, they just. I don't know. And honestly, it was one of those things where, like, maybe it's because it was the Patriots. Maybe it's just because of the way the game was going. Like, even when it was still one score at the end, like, I wasn't like, oh, the Rams are going to go down and score here. You know, like, I just didn't believe it at all. Right. Like, it, man, they picked a heck of a time to have their worst game of the season. 
Yeah. Well, um, I mean, and it just reinforces or inflamed the Saints fans more. Oh, that think like what a different game it could have been. Now it was it was very different. It was very different. But that's how I felt. Was it 2004 when the Buccaneers or 2003? Whenever the Buccaneers was, beat the oh, Eagles, I think it was 03 season, okay. 04 Super Bowl. So when the Buccaneers beat the Eagles, then the Buccaneers went and trounced the Raiders. That's that was the one I was more upset about than when they lost to the Patriots. Um, Patriots were a good team. I just like the Raiders were not, and the Eagles were better than Tampa. They had blown out Tampa a few weeks before, and I just that was the one that hurt more to me. Um, but that's kind of how I feel like the Saints fans feel. Yeah, and and they should. The NFL blew it. <laughs> um, but like we said, it so so it goes, man. Like that's that's it. You know, and it's unfortunate, but yeah, I got a text from my dad. He said it was the biggest snoozer he could remember in a while. I know a lot of people yeah. were saying how how. You know, disappointed they were in the play on the field, you know, low scoring. You know, as much as people want to say, you know, they like big hits and defense and all that, people generally like to watch offense. They like to see well, exciting if plays. If you're going to see defense, they want to see like a historically great defense, yeah. which neither of these teams had or were that night. Like the, the Rams have a heck of a lot of names on defense, but they certainly didn't play like a historic defense no. this year at, by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, outside of one, Aaron Donald had a historic season. Outside of that, they were n- mediocre. They were middle of the pack. Right. Um, and I know some of that gets distorted when you're scoring a ton. You know, mm-hmm. like, um, but I don't know. It it, it just it was it, it wasn't that great. <laughs> so one of the other thing that always comes up is. Um, the commercials, yeah, and I feel like for the, over the last five years they've gotten steadily uh, more disappointing and not that interesting or exciting. Yeah, um, you know, whatever it is. Right, it there's is. a whole variety of reasons that yeah. kind of go into that. But yeah, let's see if uh, do I have this. Some of which, like we're kind of demonstrating here, like we have any video we want on demand, like right. at our fingertips, you yeah. know. Well, we can watch it. I'm not sure if That's you're going right. to be able to hear it. So. This, is, this is one of the best. Yeah, so we're going to watch here um, easily one of the best uh, that uh, that aired. And coincidentally, it came from, well, the NFL themselves. Yeah. So this is the 100th anniversary of the NFL, of pro football as we know it. Started in 1919, and I actually believe it was a year before that that some of the uh, biggest... Uh, Team names were created. I believe Green Bay and Chicago were two of the first like handful of teams that came about in the late 1910s. Uh, you know, basically, right as World War One was coming to a close, people were uh, creating football leagues, the football teams. So um, we're gonna take a look here at the NFL's um, kickoff of their 100th anniversary spectacular, which will culminate with Super Bowl 54 next year in Miami. But uh, do do yourself a favor and go and watch this with the audio because I don't think I'm going to have it available here. It uh, doesn't look like my cord is plugged in, and I don't know where it is, and I'm not going to waste any more time. So let's uh, check that out. I'm going to pull it up. There we go. All right, here we go. 
Welcome oh. to the 100th season of the National Football League. Tonight is not about the league. It's about football. So that guy with the pink hair was Ninja. It's about he, probably, most of you watching probably don't know who that the is. But. The moment. I love that Marshall Lynch. I know, right? Like, it just makes it great. That makes you say... So obviously Goodell, Manning. That was Sue. Singletary. Singletary. That, was that J.J. Watt? J.J., yeah. And there's Sue again. So Montana Jerry Rice. <laughs> no can do, uh, cowboy. Dion. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love that. It's my favorite part right there. You still got it. I love this part coming up, even though it, it kills me. Slams him. <laughs> this is this is funny. Full beast. <laughs> Is that Aaron Donald? <laughs> hey, any two Penn Staters in the commercial? He's open! There's Mahomes. The OBJ. I got you, That's the cake! So Saquon finishes with the yeah, ball. Yeah. So hey, I'll take that. Yeah. So go watch it again and again and again because it is awesome. It is an incredible, incredible com- commercial. Um, I was so stoked to see it when it came out. Um, yeah, I that, actually that didn't see it live. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah, I actually saw that one live. Yeah, I didn't see it live, but man, it was really cool. I watched it later that night, like as soon as I posted it, someone. Was he was talking about it, saying how great the NFL did, and I was like, "Wow, I'm not sure you could pick a better right. commercial that that had everything, you know, right. it had it all great. all the greats." I and did. there immediately were people that turned it down for scheduling reasons that were like, "I wish I would have found time to do that." I, Troy Aikman was one of them. I wit. So don't get me wrong, I I understand why he, it wouldn't be in there, but I thought it would be funny if Cam Newton was there and backed away from the fumble like he was. <laughs> oh my like gosh. <laughs> Well, at least he has an excuse this time. Right. Did you see that in the, the last few games that he played that he couldn't throw the ball more than like 27 yards or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Basically coming out and saying that if you had him on your fantasy team, <clears throat> dad, uh, that was unfortunate. That was unfortunate. So we We're fortunate. I mean, <laughs> depending help, depending yeah. on how you look at it. I'm screening a back-to-back so, champion. So. Well, you know, Super Bowl 53 is in – the books, we are full on to 2019. Unfortunately, the uh, Patriots have st- tied the Steelers now with six Lombardi trophies. Now, two of your so favorite, another one where favorite teams. Like, I don't really care. Like, you know. Six and 18 years. Yeah. The, here's the thing. Like, to me, my team has one. So, like. Right. And that matter. one was a big one for me. Like, the gap for me between my team having zero and one is infinitely bigger than the gap of a team I really, yeah. really don't like having five or six. Yeah. Like, well, that's it's just, pretty much how it goes. I, I love every year seeing uh, the, the graphics after the Super Bowl of 
you know, is a team moving up the ladder or are right. they still down at the bottom? And to see that a third of the league still has never won a Super right. Bowl and I think actually a ton have never, never played in a You're Super right, Bowl. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've never seen my team in a Super Bowl even when I was really young. I believe the Dolphins played in a Super Bowl the like basically 11 months before I was born. I think was the last time the Dolphins played or I was a month old. <laughs> like it's it's in that right, right, area right, where right. basically the entire time I've been alive, the Dolphins have never played in a Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> Details, yeah, you know, <laughs> just the little things. So we have a couple minutes here left. Why don't we do really early 2019 predictions? Okay. Um, like every team or just division winners? Really quickly. Okay. I mean, we can focus on division winners. We don't have to mention every team. But we can just say better or worse. Yeah, we could do okay. that. So why don't we? Um, why don't we do that? So. Um, well, let's start. Uh, we'll start out west and move yep, our way yep. east. So we'll do uh, AFC West. So okay. Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders. I think. The, so I think the Chiefs are better, um, and I know they're really good this year. But I think I shouldn't say maybe better. I think they're still the best of the group. I think the Chargers are right there. I think Oakland baby step forward. And um, I think Dembo, Denver, Dembo, Dembo. <laughs> I, think, I think Denver stepped back, which is tough because they weren't that good this year. But yeah, I, I just I think they're heading in the wrong direction. I, I know the Raiders have a ton of ton of draft capital available, but it takes a while for that to develop. They at least have the quarterback because I don't think Derek Carr. Maybe he's not the long term answer. A few years ago, everyone thought he was. Yeah. Uh, I just. I don't think there's enough there to challenge uh, the Chargers and Chiefs. And I right. think they're two at the top. You know, every year we see a team surprise. I just I have a hard time believing it's going to be the Raiders right. or the Broncos. But the way the way the Chargers faded down the stretch a little bit uh, in big games anyway, um, like I'm taking Patrick Mahomes and – Right. It's Kansas a quarterback City, league. I mean, you know, look at that division. I mean, under Broncos the tutelage didn't have anyone. of friend of the show – you know, Chad Henry. So. Definitely have to talk to him next week about his adventures in Kansas City because this was his first year there. And being with in that quarterback room with Patrick Mahomes and talking to him a lot about uh, Mahomes' development uh, yeah. while he's been there. So I think it's, you know, I think it's a Chiefs Chargers division. I don't want to say necessarily who's going to win right now because it is so early with the draft and free agency and training camp obviously a ways off, but. Uh, I think Chiefs Chargers, I don't see why they would really drop off. If one of them is going to drop off, I would say it would be the Chargers and not the Chiefs. Right, just because I feel like Phillip Rivers is on borrowed time to me. Right, you never know when that person's going to take a step back. But if you look at Brady and Breeze, which we were on the bandwagon of Breeze falling off maybe this year, didn't happen. Right, exactly. All right, NFC West. So Seahawks, Cardinals, 49ers, Rams. Cardinals are – sorry, not the Cardinals. Niners are a real wild card here, aren't they? Yeah. Because, oh, they Very get much Jimmy so. Garoppolo back, you know? Um, it'll be interesting because when you have that, you know, one year removed kind of thing, you know, we kind of saw that in Philly this year. Like, it's um, it can be really different. Um, but anyway, that being said, um, I, I think Seattle takes it. I, I think Seattle is kind of – reloading here for another set. I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl or, you know, maybe even get the Super but I think they've kind of regrouped and kind of reestablished uh, some things and I liked the way they played this year. I thought they 
kind of it sounds terrible to say gave up on what they were, but they they finally moved past they what they were. They found the correct identity. Right. Right, yeah. And um I think that's going to be huge. Um it's going to be interesting cuz isn't Russell Wilson up due for a contract soon in the uh, next couple of years? Soon, I think he yeah. has, has one year left, maybe. So, like, he may get signed this off. I, I, I forget exactly how it is. But, um, so anyway, you know, that can throw a wrench in, in plans when you've got to pay a quarterback. But whatever. Right. You know, we'll see. No, I agree with you. I, I think, again, it's a two team race, but I do think the 49ers make it interesting with Garoppolo what a year you, removed from the injury. So, what do you think with Kingsbury in Arizona? Yeah, I mean, I think the Cardinals are going to surprise some people. They're not going to be as bad as they were this year. I think Rosen will take a step forward. I think that offense by bad you mean they were the worst team in football, right? They have the number one pick, and I don't expect them to be that bad again. So, do they draft the quarterback with a number one pick? (laughs) No, they do not. No, they go edge. I think they're going Bosa from Ohio State. That'd be my guess. They need some help on defense too. So, have to. Uh, that would be my guess. Now, could they trade if, if one of the quarterback needy teams falls in love with someone? Absolutely, that could happen. But I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, so Kyler's not them. going there, and Josh uh, Rosen isn't on the trading block. No, I, I that would be interesting. But no, I don't see that happening. So I think it. You know, I think it is going to be Seahawks, Rams, in the top spot. Yeah. 49ers challenging Cardinals better though. Yeah, I think the Rams will be good. I think Seattle is getting better, and I think the Rams take a step back because I know they're going to have like they're going to have some free agency issues and, and things like that. Just because the guys they signed a lot of guys to big contracts this past season. So. All right. So, uh, AFC South, an interesting division: uh, Colts, Jaguars, Texans, Titans. I think it's the Colts and Texans and then a large gap and the Titans and um, uh, Jags. Yeah. I, I, uh, Jags, I, I'm interested. Do they do anything with their quarterback position? They have to, right? Um, well, the defense imploded. No. They couldn't get anything out of the running back position because of injuries and off-the-field issues. Right. How, Bortles apparently is Fournette is on the edge of being a bust pick, right? Like, which is crazy because when he's healthy and performing, he does really well. But right. the thing is, he hasn't have, been able. But to when stay you have healthy. to qualify it, right? Right. Yep. Man, thread the needle there with yep. triple coverage. So I right, I think Jags are on the bottom. Titans are right there behind them, and I think it is a, a Texans Colts showdown, which is awesome because you have the Sean Watson against and, Andrew and, Luck. Yeah, and yeah. I'm telling you, I think I think the Colts win it next year. I, I think, I'm actually right man, there with Frank you, Frank Reich, man. Good. For, I mean, got that going in the right. You direction. could see Andrew Luck over the first five weeks shaking off the rust and right. and getting that arm strength back and that oh, uh, and ability that he showed when he was uh, in his early years in the league. And uh, man, the Colts really responded and exploded. Right. Other than that, in that weird week against the Jaguars yep. <laughs> near the and, end of the yeah. season, uh, man, they had a great great yeah. season. And Frank Reich did that with like a makeshift, like somewhat makeshift. Uh, coaching staff because like some of the people were yeah, in place were given to him right so like man you did that that was incredible that was fascinating uh, my dad also says that if i were a cowboys fan in my lifetime i would have seen dallas in the super bowl four times yeah but it was so long ago you probably wouldn't remember it either so where is it three three times i guess it was three times <laughs> three times that i would remember um no, I remember um, all actually all three Cowboys over Bills, the two Cowboys over the Bills and the Cowboys over the Steelers. I remember yeah, watching you, all three of them. So. Yeah, but I mean, if we're counting ones this millennia, so. <laughs> um, so 
I have a feeling I know it's going to pop up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's a texting coming really quickly. So the AFC, or excuse me, the NFC South, a uh, little bit of a surprise this year. You know, Bucks, Saints, uh, Panthers, Falcons. Uh, we actually were down on the Saints, and they proved us way wrong. What are you thinking about this year? Man, I felt like I I sold early on Drew Brees. I should do I do I risk buying back in? Um, yeah, and there it is, and we were right. Um, <laughs> couple, I, couple emojis. But here's here's the thing. So if you go, if you say it's not going to be the Saints, who's it going to be? Falcons. I'm buying buying low and selling high on Atlanta. So I think they're they gonna have, have a, a change back. in the offensive coordinator, which is good. Uh, they have a change in defensive coordinator, which is fine. I feel like they could have done that before. But, um, yeah, I could see Atlanta winning it. I could see that happening. Just because I, I don't want – I want to be proven right about the Saints eventually, and I feel like it so has to happen one of these years. So I'm all on board. So you're picking the against the Patriots, Saints are right? always going to fall against apart. the Patriots, yeah, right? right? Uh, so the Saints are going to fall apart. Yeah, so I don't really know if that's going to happen. Obviously, and I don't hope that's going to happen. I just no. thought it was going to happen, and it just right. wasn't. It just didn't happen. So I, I'm going to say Falcons, Saints, Panthers, Bucks is my okay. order there. I'm going to go Falcons, Saints, Bucks, Panthers. Okay, I, I can I can see it. I can see it. You know, we were high on the Bucks a few years ago. It didn't work out, and now a lot has changed there. Which means pencil the Panthers in for winning the division. <laughs> right, right, yeah, very much so. Do you remember that year where, like, eight years in a row, that division yeah, went from worst to first, first every single <laughs> yeah. year? Yeah. Like, it, it was incredible. But that's the thing. Like, Okay, so if the Falcons don't make the playoffs, the coach is fired, right? Yeah, same thing yeah, with okay. Panthers. Uh, yeah, I agree. So, like, that is a make-or-break division for okay, sure. Okay, so here you go. If they don't make the playoffs – I don't know contract situations, but you're also going to have some interesting conversations about quarterbacks in that division. I don't and, think you will in Carolina, but I could see it coming up in, in Atlanta. At least right. I'm thinking about finding a successor. Well, and, and, okay, so you could also say the same with, with the Saints. If the Saints fall off next year, yeah. you're going to have an interesting conversation. There. Well, are, are they going to re-sign Bridgewater? I don't know like, that they will. It's not a strong class. He might get offered somewhere else. Could. I don't know. We'll see. All right, AFC North. Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, Browns. Are you going to do it? Yeah, I'm doing it. Browns, baby. Browns winning the Browns, division. Browns, baby, huh? winning the division. Which team was trending better than them at the end of the season? Mm, not not too many, if any. Right. Maybe the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, after the Jaguars right. lost. So I, I'd say I'd say I really like what they're doing. Um, I, I think they're trending in the right direction. I think – the Steelers are the most talented team in the division, though, and they should win it. But they well, need they to get right. They didn't even win it this year. They need to get right, man. Like I, I, so, what do you do? What do you if you're the GM for the Steelers? What do you do, like with the AB situation? You can't trade them, right? You you get. I, I like I what they like, say. I feel like you call everyone in. The, you call Ben, AB, Tomlin. And this is maybe if you're one of the Roonies, not the GM. Yeah. <laughs> and the GM. Yeah. So if you're one of the Roonies, if you're Rooney the second or whatever, and you, you call them in the room and you're just like, you will make this work. <laughs> you know, like there are no options here. You know, you make I, honestly, it work. I don't know what to say, but in this conversation of top to bottom, 
Oh, for the and AFC to North. do to do that, uh, AB keeps throwing in all these off the field stuff too, like legit right. off the field issues right. too. So which is also which is hurting the Steelers because like now you no think his value is right. going to be down because what if he has a suspension or something? Right. So I uh, I really think that while I would love to pick the Browns just because you know they're the lovable losers and haven't been anything and you know they haven't played in the playoff game in <laughs> right. nearly twenty years. When you look at it, you still think the Steelers are better. I still like. I, well, that's <laughs> they are I'm better thinking. than that. And they still are. And better. the reason I can say that is because it would give me something that I haven't picked really yet, uh, other than the Falcons, is a new team in the playoffs because they yeah. missed the playoffs yeah. this year. So, and I think the Ravens are going to. So fall with the Browns, off. though, Browns would give me. An yeah, easy I know, but I'm just not confident enough there. Like, okay, so I think the Ravens are going to fall off. Just because I think people are going to look at the Lamar Jackson Man, film and figure out how to I, stop him. I would love for Lamar Jackson to come out and just be a top 15 passer next year. Just just because I think if he comes out and is a functional passer, man, does that make that division yeah, interesting all that, of a sudden. That is very you know what I mean? terrifying. Like, it, just from a standpoint of I want to watch this kind of thing, Like I think it would be really cool. Um, but – yeah, no, I, I can't. I don't disagree. I, That's um, not a fumble. No. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go uh, Steelers. I'll go Steelers, Browns, Ravens, Bengals. I'm going to go Browns, Steelers, Ravens, Bengals. All right. NFC North, Lions, Packers, Bears, Vikings. Bears Did, are going to win it. I feel um, like they have to. They're going to get Robbie Gold back to kick. So. Um. But anyway, I think the Bears, I'm going to go Bears, Vikings, Packers, Lions. So is okay. that what it was this year? I believe so. Uh, um, I'm actually going to go Bears to shake it up. I'm going to go Bears, Lions, whoa. Bears, Lions. Vikings Packers. Do you think Matt Patricia turns it around? I, I I'm I'm gonna say I'll give him the benefit of the, so the doubt. Nuclear here physicist that or I whatever think he they'll, is. they'll figure it out here in year two. I mean, they beat the Patriots. They have p- potential there. Yeah. I'm not a huge he's, fan of Matt Stafford, but, but he's good enough. You're on the back like, end of Aaron Rodgers' right. career, and and Kevin Cousins is a numbers guy, but not a team guy. And I don't mean that in a in a negative impact. I mean like when he puts up numbers, his team doesn't win. Right, like that's a problem. Right. Not saying he's a me first guy. I'm just saying, like, if he's getting numbers, his team is losing, which is you know you don't think that that would happen. Yeah. But yeah, throw a wrench in there. That's what I'm going to go. I do think it's the Bears, but I'm going to say Lions second, um, and in the wild card conversation, AFC East, Patriots, Dolphins. Oh God, to you, Patriot, you the Dolphins too? No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's go, Patriots. Patriots, Bills, okay, Dolphins, Jets. All right. No, um. no. <laughs> Patriots, Bills, Jets, Dolphins. Sorry. Um, when I'm I look at it, pa- I look at it. Even if I don't really like Sam, like if I'm not saying Sam Darnold, like I feel like he is only talked about because he's in New York. Yeah, like he he did have some flashes, but like no more than any other quarterback. Um, 
It's still better than the quarterback situation Miami has right now. As of right now. Right now. Well, and it's going to get worse before it gets better because if they get rid of Tannehill, like they literally have Luke Falk is their next quarterback who probably should be. So you're bringing in in two quarterbacks. He should be in the AAF right now. Yeah. Like he should be playing right now. Yeah. The the game that we're watching. Right. Like as a Dolphins fan, you want the AAF to be like um, Winter League Baseball where guys that are on Major League rosters yeah. get sent there to yes. play more and practice more. Absolutely. <laughs> so I I think it's going to be Patriots, Jets, Bills, Dolphins. Okay. I think the um, I think the Jets are going to have a little bit of a turnaround. I, I can um, see with that. Do- the Dolphins old cor- corner uh, coach and then with Sam Darnold in the second I, year. I'm I'm riding the uh, you like the uh, Josh, Josh Allen, Allen Josh man. Allen like, train. Yeah, and and just Buffalo. Like I just I don't know I don't know. I mean, it, it, hey, it's all crapshoot. You know, the draft yeah. hasn't happened yet. Right. We right. haven't done free agency. So, um, you know, it's all kinds of up in the air. Um, and actually, I forgot to play this earlier. So I'm going to play the Super Bowl highlights while we wrap up the discussion here. Uh, since we were just talking about um, the AFC East and home of the Patriots. Um, so we'll play uh, Patriots Rams yeah. highlights here before we go. What? This should take like two seconds. Like, <laughs> right. There's like three nothing plays. nothing happened. So. Um, but so, anyway. Okay, go ahead. Are you done with AFC East? I am done. All right, with NFC East: Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Redskins. What do you What are you thinking here? The division with your team in it. I'm gonna go. Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Redskins. Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Redskins. Yeah. Right. I think that I will go. See, this is the thing, and this this bit me last year when it came to the Eagles. Not not twenty eighteen, no, no, twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. um, I can't decide They're, between the Eagles and Cowboys. I want to have them one and three because my right. two is the Giants. Okay, because I think they're okay. gonna. And I know that's like, well, it's still Eli Manning. Yeah, I know, but maybe they put something else around, and Eli has another year. And maybe this will crash and burn, and they'll go two and fourteen. The coach will be fired, Eli will be gone, and they'll be picking a quarterback. I don't know. So you don't think they're picking but, a quarterback this year? No, I think they could. But I just is he going to have any impact this year? That's the question. No, that's fair. But, like, yeah. I mean, it's a fair question. But I feel like at this point, couldn't almost any quarterback have an impact? Like Possible. either Either, like, crash and burn, like, and you said they're picking, you know, top three next year. Right. Or you get in that five to six seven ish wins you know like but you're getting some some dynamic plays out of your quarterback like i don't know that eli manning had a quote-unquote dynamic play all year right you know what i mean now like that's unfair because i feel like it's probably revisionist and like they had a bad season so i'm kind of thinking that but man my dad calls you a homer by the way just just to let you know yes i am i am (laughs) um a homer whose team so, has won a Super Bowl this millennium. <laughs> <laughs> so just to um, make most of our listeners mad, I'm going to go Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Redskins. I can't. I can't argue with it. Like, I think. I think it's a wide open division other than maybe the Redskins. Yeah. And the, but that'll be the team that wins it. Just right. like um, when Chip Kelly first came on, I was like, well, this is anyone's division except the Eagles. And right. the Eagles won the division right. that year. So, like, I think. I'm going to go with... That was the play that that I texted you. That's the play that changes the game. Changes the game. I'm like, what are you doing? And he came off of the the receiver. Like, you throw it away, he's going for it. Like, McVay is 100% going for that. Where, um... So, my dad wants to know, where do we think Foles ends up? 
Whew, I honestly have no idea. And it's going to be really interesting because there's all this talk about how the Eagles – now, none of this is coming necessarily from the Eagles, but people just guessing what was going to happen. Um, that if they if the Eagles franchised him, that he could challenge it because it's not in good faith because they're going to try and trade him then. Mm. Um, and you can't franchise someone with the, with the intent to trade. Purpose to um, do that. But so it, it'll just be interesting to see how that goes. But anyway, um, this is the monster pun, I think. But <sighs> I think it would be interesting if he went somewhere like uh, Jacksonville. Would be interesting. Um, well, I think your your main candidates are. Um, I mean, obviously the Redskins would want him, but that's not happening. I don't think anyone. Unless he's a free agent. If he's a free well, agent, that's then true. I'm he can go anywhere. Trade. Right. Um, I don't think anyone in the AFC East makes sense. No. I, even though people would be like, "Well, the Dolphins need a quarterback," but they're not. They're this is a. Pro- they are now in the process. Right. They are now in that. Yeah. And why would they need Foles? Right. They like, want to be the bad. Point? Yeah. They want to be bad this year. So. So what? Luke Falk is that? Yeah. Yeah. He right. might be your quarterback. He could be year. the quarterback. I don't know. We'll see. But. Uh, um. Then you're talking about the North. Well, Bengals, but they just praise no, Andy they- Dalton. Right, and Lamar they Jackson's hired a there. quarterback coach. Right. So Baker Mayfield's there. Ben Roethlisberger, right. no, not going there. Vikings, no. Bears, Bears no. Bears, no. Lions, Packers, no. no. Packers, no. Right. So now Titans, no. Right. Jaguars, there's Maybe. one. Texans and no. Colts, no. So where are we at right now? The Jaguars? Yeah. Are the, are the, so... Tampa Bay, probably not. Not no. right now. The next year, maybe, but not this year. Um, Saints, no. Panthers, right. no. Falcons, no. Right. So now you're going to look out west, and you have the Broncos. That's a possibility. That's a possibility. Uh, Chargers, no. Chiefs, no. Raiders, probably not, unless they're getting rid of Carr. Yeah, but I still don't think they take. I still don't think they take Foles. Are you right? The I, only interesting tidbit there is that Mike Mayock is a Philly guy, true, and he's the GM there now. But Gruden's calling the shots there. Then but. you have Cardinals, no, no, Seahawks, no, no. Rams, no. no, and 49ers. Unless Garoppolo has a setback, no. Huh? So so it's is it down to Jaguars, Broncos, right? Unless he's a free agent where you could possibly he, throw Giants and Redskins in, right? So I mean, I, I just I, the Eagles aren't going to get a great return because you're only you going to have two teams bidding, right? But you have to think that he knows that now, right? Like his agent has to know what that market for him will be, and if that's the case, right? If there is no market, would you fight the franchise tag from the Eagles and then take twenty five million? You know, right. like I, I don't know, but I, I wish him nothing but the best, honestly. Um, until he signs with the team that the Eagles have to play, and then, <laughs> but like. You know, like I'm forever indebted to him. He he won a Super Bowl in Philly, right? But they did the right thing. You go with Wentz, who's now going to be, you know, hopefully fully healed from the ACL thing. I'm not the back that'll heal too, um, and he'll be able to train this off season. Like, yeah, that's much better. So, so well, there you go. So we really think Jaguars Broncos are bust unless he ends up becoming a free agent, and then I think he can maybe throw two or three other teams in there. Right. So, well, I think that's pretty much it. The highlights are coming to an end. We want to wrap up the show now. We're going on an hour, and uh, well, 
you know, it was a great NFL season. Thanks for hanging out with us for most of it. I know we missed the beginning middle part because of the flood and, and everything we had going on with Wilson. And uh, it was great covering it. We'll be back again. Obviously, we're having a – and I'm, we're going to continue NFL talk next week because we have – well, we have an NFL quarterback joining us. That's great. So, you probably want to uh, to ask him a few questions. So, please get those questions into us. Uh, not necessarily just for Chad or about Chad and, and the NFL and you know his time at Michigan or Wilson or whatever, but ask us general sports questions and we'll have Chad answer them. I think it would be a lot of fun for him, like I said at the beginning of the show, to talk – to talk baseball, to talk hockey, uh, you know, to talk basketball, college and pro, you know, any of that kind of stuff. So come up with some creative and interesting questions. And uh, Justin, me, and Chad will answer them next week on episode 273. So as uh, the Super Bowl highlights come to a close, the show comes to an end. Uh, Justin, do you have anything uh, to add? Any shout-outs, anything to say? No. <laughs> um, happy birthday to my sister. It's this week. Oh, yes. Happy birthday. Early birthday to Andrea. And actually, uh, happy birthday to... Uncle Rich celebrating this week. I always know because it's the same time that the shop celebrates an anniversary. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So happy early birthday to Andrea and Rich, New England Rich or Massachusetts Rich, whatever we call him. He's still, I'm sure, celebrating the Patriots' sixth Super Bowl title. Yeah. So, um, well, next we've got a big one. Remember, stay tuned to our Facebook, Twitter pages and send us emails with uh, – your questions, and uh, I think that's everything. So thanks for watching this episode of the Joe Mays and JRF Show. We'll be back in one week. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and JRF Show. Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter. And stay up to date with the guys at JoeMaysAndJRAF.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit JMNJRRadio.com.